0: The title of my message today is Momentum. God has called each one of us to do great things. God has called each one of us, as I'm saying it to you, it's a prophetic declaration over your life, that God has called you to do great things. See, the choices that you make not only enable you to grow in faith and have an impact in the world but it also enables a community to have a greater impact the people who don't have a relationship with god will get impacted by a greater measure of faith so so what i'm asking our church to do is to come prayed up come filled with the word come full of faith not come here for faith See, because there are people in this room today who have never been in our environment before. They don't know the language that we speak. They don't understand, what is this faith? What, is, what are you talking about? But they understand community. Why? Because they come from one. They understand family. 1 Samuel chapter 17. So now, I'm just going to give you the context. So Israel is now in the valley of Elah and Goliath is has been taunting Israel, just listen to this, for 40 days. For 40 days, this guy is coming up and saying, send me your best warrior and we can decide this battle now. 40 days, I mean, he is persistent. And so Israel has been running from him. Every time he approaches, Israel runs away, right? Now, verse 17 says this, then Jesse, who was David's dad, Said to his son David, Take now for your brothers and and Ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your brothers at the camp. Verse 18 And carry these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousand and see how your brothers fare and bring back news of them. Now, very simple instruction, has nothing to do with killing a giant. Has nothing to do with becoming the king of Israel. You came into this room without realizing why God brought you here. But you don't know that when you walk through these doors, the momentum that is created in this room will cause you to have an encounter with a giant. And that giant has been taunting you for 40 days. Probably there's a bill to pay. Probably there's someone sick in the family. Probably there's an issue in the relationship. Whatever it is, in this moment is a, you've just escaped from all of it. You're just like in this moment of peace. But once you go back out of these doors, there's a storm waiting for you. So what you do in this moment right now determines how you inca- interact with your giant. Okay? So the, so David now, he could have said, well, you know, I'm looking after the sheep, Dad. I'm, that's, that's my purpose in life. You've called me to be a shepherd to the sheep. I'm really good at that. Why are you sending me to take grain? See, the first thing that I want to tell you, we create momentum by our swift obedience to the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You create momentum by your obedience, not by your negotiation, not by your explanation of how you need a breakthrough in your life. You need a breakthrough in your life, what is God leading you to do? That's the first thing. Verse 20, so David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with the keeper. Responsibility. He has responsibility. He left the sheep with the keeper and took the things and went as Jesse commanded him. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to fight and shouting for battle, right? So they were trying to create momentum. They were psyching themselves up to go now and face the giant. But every time the giant comes, they all run away. David's father, listen to me very carefully. David's father did not know what he was setting his son up for. He just wanted some news. Spill the tea, bro. <laughs> what's the goss? Let me know what's happening to my sons. Are they alive or dead? David, go bring some news and come back to me. That simple instruction was positioning David to become the king over Israel. So you don't know, you might be just in production, but God is setting you up for success. But your obedience to the Word, to just do a simple graphic, come for worship practice, simple, simple instructions, your obedience to instruction reveals how much of momentum you're willing to create. So now I want you to go to verse 24, 17 verse 24. And all... Men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel, and it shall be, listen to me now, and it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. So David's not asking, hey guys, what's the incentive? What would I get if I come to your church? What would I get if I come to your life group? David is more interested in finding out what is happening to my brothers? Why are all these guys running around? I'm come here in obedience, perfect obedience, and while I'm here now, God is setting my vision up. He is setting my vision for my life. See, the second thing that I want you to understand is David filled his mind with a vision that benefited him and his family. Where there is no vision, the people perish. When you have that vision in your mind, it will cause you to look at your giant as someone, something that is achievable. It'll cause you to see that obstacle that is in your life as something that you can overcome. So, vision is very important. So, I want to submit this to you. We create momentum by the way we think. But we grow momentum by what we think. Let me repeat it again. We create momentum by the way we think, but we grow momentum by what we think. See, because the minute vision is placed in your heart, you will step out and encounter something that will convince you that that vision is impossible. Look at it from David's perspective. Verse 28. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men and Eliab's anger was aroused against David and he said, why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? You're just a graphic artist, man. You're just a drummer. You're just a worship leader in the church. Like why, why have you come? Why are you talking big? See, when your mind is filled with a vision from God, if that vision can be accomplished by yourself, then your God is too small. If the vision that God has placed in your heart is impossible to achieve unless you are in a community, then your God has given you the vision. See, a lot of us have been programmed not to think outside of self. And so when moments like this, when we're caused to come out of our comfort zone and think about a community, it's too big for us to think. We've never thought about it. But the reason for this message is so that you can open your hearts towards having a godly community in your life. Now you can say, well, you know, I have my family. Yes, for sure, you have your family. But what I'm talking about is a spiritual family. There is a need for a spiritual file to be maintained in your life. And this community maintains the, your spirituality so that when it, the time comes, the spirit overtakes, empowers the flesh to overcome the giants in your life. So the third thing is that David created momentum by overcoming listen to me very carefully. Overcoming resistance within the family. God uses community in amazing ways. And we think that resistance within a church community is a bad thing. But resistance within a church family, a a community causes you now to get stronger in your vision. See, community is not only there to say, you know, you're such a good guy. You know, you you do everything right. And although you might be doing everything right, community exists to make you stronger. That's how I would like to put it. It causes you to mentally become stronger. A lot of us come to church because we want people to say yes to us. I go to that church because they hug me, they say yes to me, they they pray for me. Every time I have a prayer request, they pray for me and the pastor comes and sees me and then the church leaders come and say hi to me and me, 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 me. If it doesn't happen now, I'm going to go out. I'm not going to come to that church. But we must understand what, what God is trying to say to us. He's revealing to us, to David's life, that his own brother, who we might think had an evil heart, was actually making him stronger in the vision because that vision needed momentum before he went to see the giant. See, the community that God has placed you in, if there's resistance in the community, the purpose of that resistance is to get you ready so that you, when you face a, a greater resistance, you have a greater measure of faith and there's a greater momentum in your life for you to overcome the giant outside of these doors. So we must understand through all these points, David is creating, he's building momentum. Now, the fourth thing. Verse 38 and 39. So Saul clothed David with his armor and he put the bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these for I have not tested them. So David took them off. My fourth point is this, what worked for someone else may not necessarily work for you. See the armor that King Saul had was too big for David. David. I want you to know this. The little things that you were learning in the community, in your church community, in your family, the little things are those other things that God uses as weapons when you face bigger giants outside of these doors. Let's go to verse 48. 1 Samuel 17 verse 48. This is the interaction. So when the Philistine arose and came and drew <laughs> to meet David, listen to this, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He didn't hurry to the church with a prayer request. Think about what I'm saying. We're talking about momentum. Every step, obedience, obedience, all the steps that he was going to was building momentum, was building faith on the inside of him, and when it be- it came to a point where now he could not wait to face his giant. I would love to submit to you that when you're part of a corporate faith, a corporate gathering that is full of faith, even though the banks are calling you, you can't wait to meet them the next day. You can't, you can't wait to go to the hospital and pray for the sick. You can't wait to see that person that is in a wheelchair or sick come out of that wheelchair or that bed. You can't wait for it. Why is because you're not depending on somebody else's faith. Now the, everybody's faith created a momentum for you that you're running towards the storm rather than running away from it. Momentum, the fifth one, momentum builds faith to do the impossible. David ran to meet his enemy. We often think that David went to the river and he picked up these little pebbles, but the Bible doesn't say pebbles. He picked up smooth stones. And I was watching a historian talk about the kind of pebbles, or talk about the kind of stones that David used, and they were like little cannonballs. They were like small cannon, like just a little bigger than a cricket ball. See, because you need to understand, it's not it's not the size of the, 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 the rock that matters in that moment. It's the momentum that you build that causes you to swing that rock at the enemy. See, it's not, it's not, the, it's not the, some people can pray for the sick without even using a word. Some people can just pray in their mind and storms would leave. And that's absolutely okay. But sometimes when we come into an environment like this, I can't read your thoughts and you can't read my thoughts. And we come into a room like this and we begin to open up our mouths and we begin to release Prayers of faith and faith begins, an atmosphere of faith begins to get built up in this room to a point where it creates so much of momentum that you go out now and begin to slay every single giant that is in your life. There is a great purpose to community. There's a great purpose to being a part of a family and being faithful to a family. Sure you have a call of God over your life. Sure you have a ministry call over your life. Sure you have a business call over your life. But God is the one who has prepared a community that will propel you into everything that He has. And when He does that, great is your destiny.